across Phoenix, around Arizona, whether you're listening at home, in the car, at work, or in bed at night. You're in the crypt. I'm Jimmy Bones, and welcome to Bones on Sports. Let me get this straight. We both want to throw stones, but we're living in a cheap glass house, and every window's broke. Let's talk a little sports today, shall we? So, we are a few weeks into the NFL season. So, we'll talk some football. Uh, baseball playoffs are going on. Hockey season started, and we're in the midst of college football. Uh, so, we'll chat about all of that, some of that, none of that. Uh, you may have noticed you didn't hear the usual cracking of a PBR. Uh, switched over to a vodka drink. Ooh, that's a little strong, but whatever, man. It's Monday night. I just got done watching Monday Night Football. Hell of a game. So I guess we're going to start with the NFL. So the Cardinals are, well, they're awful. Um, I guess there's really no other way to put it. I uh, was not able to watch the game yesterday. I listened to it in the car driving back from Los Angeles. Um, didn't listen to a lot of it because, frankly, uh, I couldn't. Um, traffic was bad enough in L.A. He didn't me, need me with more road rage listening to Cardinals football. So I switched over to uh, the Bears broadcast, and I was listening to some of the um, Cincinnati broadcast as well. So, be that as it may, uh, I did see, uh, I I guess you can call them highlights, whatever, I don't know. I mean, they had a defensive touchdown, that's great. I think it was uh, Baker that scooped up a fumble. Um, Johnson got a rushing touchdown. I think he rushed for 55 yards, uh, Rosen threw for 240-ish, and an interception. Um, (laughs) But man, uh, it is going to be a long uh, season and I was I had higher hopes for this year and then you coming into it you know Sam Bradford's not a great quarterback uh, but I thought their defense would be playing better than they are um, but if you're a fan of the NFL like I am hey there's plenty of good football to watch on a weekly basis um, uh, uh, Breeze uh, we really didn't get a chance to talk last week um, but he broke the record for most yards thrown by a quarterback so the family's on the field in anticipation of celebration will we get it here before halftime how about those four kiddos though being able to get down on that field what they're going to experience incredible wide open wide open and smith what a way to do it
There's only one word that comes to mind. Greatness. Right there, right now, that moment. Yeah, that shook me up a little bit, man. I got a little emotional. That was a, a, a wonderful uh, moment in his career. And and I believe, and I don't know if this is true or not, I, I, I don't have access to all the replays like most people do, but if you get a chance to look at a replay, um, someone told me that they actually got a flag thrown on him for uh, celebration, which I find uh, utterly disgusting if you're the NFL. Ooh. Yeah, it's vodka um, mixed with a grapefruit flavored lemonade. I don't know what the hell made me decide to drink that. Um, probably watching too much Cardinal football. Um, so. But the point I wanted to make was uh, you're Drew Brees. You know, first of all, you're you're still a young guy. You're still in your early 30s. And you throw a pass for a touchdown to break the record for most yardage ever thrown by an NFL quarterback. And you run over to the sideline. You greet your, your teammates, your coaches. You go to your family and you, you, you talk to your kids and you say, you say, you see kids. You can accomplish anything if you work hard and put your mind to it. I'm paraphrasing. I don't think he said something close to that. And and, and with all that going on, um, that's the message he delivers, man. That's he's a hell of a guy, man. That 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 raised the bar for me, and that up the level of respect I have for him. Uh, I liked him before, even though he was a Purdue guy. Um, but that just sort of said, hey, you know what? That's I think that's somebody the NFL needs to start rallying around. Uh, you know, I mean, Manning's not uh, playing in the NFL anymore, and, and they need a new they need a new face uh, for the league. Uh, they need a new spokesperson for the league, so to speak. And if if I were the NFL, I'm not, and they don't ask me for my opinion. I think they should. Um, you need to you need to rally around that guy and start giving him some more visibility uh, because that's yeah. That's the um, what do we call the the antithesis, or that's the the bottom epitome, the top of uh, the best of uh, the best of the best right now uh, in the NFL in terms of personalities go. Um, you know, to hell with your Kaepernick's. We already talked about him. You know, to hell with your Richard Sherman's. The guy's a, 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 a pompous ass. Um, uh, hell with your Marshawn Lynch's that don't like media and talking to people. Um, you know, give that guy more time. Give Drew Brees more time. Where's more Drew Breeses in the world? Uh, that's what this league needs, in my opinion. So, um, so I guess you kind of took it from, hey, let's talk about the NFL to the controversial take of the week right away. But, you know, there it is. There it is for, for everyone out there listening or who cares. So, um, man, uh, so what about the What else about the NFL? I wanted to, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we go. The... I'll tell you, the, I I don't like the Thursday night game. I hate Thursday night games. <sighs> Can't get home and work from working time to watch them half the time. Um, and it's a Thursday. You got to set your lineup on a Wednesday if you have a guy's playing on Thursday. You know, Thanksgiving is fine, but God, I hate these Thursday games. Uh, but they're not they're not great matchups. Number one. Uh, but I think the NFL's done a good job of the Sunday night and the Monday night games this year. The, this past weekend, especially uh, the Patriots game and the, the, the Green Bay game, um, unless you're a Kansas City fan 
hardcore San Francisco fan, then you would say it's the KC game and the San Francisco game. But either way, those two matchups both came down to the last minute, the last seconds, winning field goals, um, back and forth, back and forth. And uh, those were fun to watch. Those are fun to watch. So, so, but if you're if you're a Cardinals fan, um, I think you're saying to yourself, uh, the draft is probably about 190 days out. So that's what we've got to look forward to. So, so let's switch gears a little bit. Let's uh, 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 turn the page and talk a little. A little NHL, and, and I wish I had better news for you. But, uh, um, you know, in a couple seconds, we'll get into the NHL. All right, now, if you're a Maple Leafs fan, you should be pretty happy. They've gone off to a pretty good start, and they look pretty damn good as well. Uh, so for all of you listening in Toronto, uh, props to the Leafs. Uh, don't forget Austin Matthews uh, started his hockey career in none other than Phoenix, Arizona. Um that's why I pay attention to what the Leafs are doing. Also, there's a guy at work who's just pretty close to me. This is a big Maple Leafs fan. And, um, you know, I love the guy. But uh, I think he thinks I watch more hockey than I actually am allowed to watch or am able to watch. I shouldn't say allowed. I can watch as much as I want. But if things get in the way, like uh, coaching my daughter's softball and work uh, and PlayStation. So, anyhow, Leafs are off a great start. Um the Coyotes, uh, two words. I'm concerned. So they played four games. They've scored two goals. Two of those goals came in one game, uh, which means if you're a fan of logic, it means that they've been shut out three out of the four games. Um, I saw the headline of a news article where uh, OEL uh, Oliver Ekman Larson, the captain of the Coyotes, said the, the tagline was OEL says we need to score more. Um, OEL, two words for you. No shit. You got shut out three games in a row. You scored two goals. Now, if you were listening to the podcast last year, uh, there was a, a piece I did on Dylan Strom and do we need to worry about him? Um, you know, I came to the determination that based off of, of, of uh, statistics and based off of um, the average draft position of a player and their development level, so on and so forth, um, some saber metrics or um, Moneyball, if you want to the movie with, uh, uh, what's his name, Brad Pitt about the Oakland A's. If you're, if you're, into, if you're into that and their GM is, then you would know that this season is the key season for Dylan Strom. Uh, here's the good news. Uh, he's right now tied uh, for first on the team with Coles. Here's the bad news. He has one. Richardson has the other. I'll let that sink in for a second. I think you might now know why I'm concerned. So... Granted, um, so granted, uh, Kyle Chinook is hurt, uh, but you are now four games into the season, and OEL doesn't have a point. Stefan doesn't have a point. Um, Kologowski doesn't have a point. Clayton Keller has one assist. 
Uh, Panic has one assist. Grabner has one assist. Stroman, Richardson, other lone goal scorers with one each. Uh, Perlini doesn't have a goal yet. Uh, Christian Fisher uh, doesn't have a point yet. Um, their plus minus. Uh, Kempi is the best at it an even. Um, Golagowski is a minus four. OEL is a minus three. Um, uh, uh, I'm concerned. Uh, on the on the surface, um, you know, Antiranta save percentage is ninety point three. That that's not bad. It could be a little bit higher. His goals against is two point two one. That's that's respectable. Um, but he is one in three. Um, he's not one in three because he's a bad goalie. Uh, I think he's one in three because of the the five guys in front of him. So. Ah, man, I don't know what they need to do, um, but I, I wasn't—I I didn't have high hopes for the season. And don't get me wrong, I, I wasn't thinking that they're—they're. They're, well, I mean, they—they they played as well as they did at the end of last year. They could have made the playoffs. Um, I wasn't really expecting that, but I certainly wasn't expecting um, uh, them to be uh, one and three with 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 three shutouts uh, on the wrong side of the shutout column uh, against us, not for us. So. So that's, you know, that's not great. Um, you know, again, um, the bright side is is there's there's a lot of hockey. They do have enough time to turn it around. But man, I I, I want to see them do something um, soon. You know, they don't look too bad out there, but but yeah, uh, ugh, yeah, it's not going too good for them right now. Um, you know, on a on another note. Uh, uh, earlier, earlier in the cast, I mentioned, um, uh, Austin Matthews, a Phoenix native, and I need to do a bit of research. I don't think the Coyotes had the opportunity to get him in the draft. Um, if they did, hopefully they would have taken him, but, uh, he's, he's done something, um, pretty remarkable. And that is have multiple point games in each of the, uh, six games to start the season. And, you know, if, if, well, uh, if we compare the Cody's team stats of two goals and, and, and roughly uh, two, four assists, um, Austin Matthews has 10 goals and four assists for 14 points by himself. Um, I mean, the guys, dude, dude can't miss, man. And, and this isn't going to keep up for the whole season, right? So I don't want people to sit here and say, holy cow. That guy's going to get 800 goals in a season because that's not going to happen. Um, but right now, uh, right now, uh, through six games played, 10 goals, uh, four assists for 14 points. He's taken 20 shots and has scored on half of those. Uh, 50% shot average. The the average in the NHL is, is, is about 12%. Um, he's at 50. So the guy's off to a hell of a start. And uh, frankly, I'm a fan, and frankly, I'm rooting for the guy, to be honest with you. Um, at this point, I'm rooting for the least because, well, Gotta have one bright spot uh, in sports in my life, right? Oh man, it's tough to be a, a Phoenix um, sports fan right now. Man, it's tough. But I guess all you Chicago Cub fans prior to last year know what that's like, right? Um, so, you know, so those are my two big points. You know, I'm, I'm worried about the Cardinals. I'm worried about the Coyotes. They're both keeping me up at night. 
Um, you know, on a side note, you know, watching some college football, uh, grew up in Michigan, so I'm a Michigan fan, and, and you know, that, uh, you know, they had a, a terrible, terrible couple games to start the season up, but they seem to turn that around. Um, you know, I know this is a local uh, Arizona podcast, and not too many people are worried about Michigan football, but, you know, talk about the stuff that means something to me. Um, and I don't, haven't got a lot chance to watch a lot of Pac-10, you guys, I apologize for that, but, um, you know, but be that as it may, uh, um, you know, the uh, baseball playoffs are going right now. Um, the Brewers are beating uh, the um, Dodgers in their series. Uh, I believe that is, uh, I believe that's a two-game-to-one series lead for um, for Milwaukee. You know, they're not around this deep in the playoffs that often, so it's nice to see that. Uh, Houston and Boston, you know, that's... Uh, uh, that's tied. That, that series is still tied uh, one game to one. Uh, it was nice to see Boston knock off the Yankees. Um, God, they shellacked them. Shellacked them uh, at the end of that series to, to finish that one off three games to one. Um, you know, anytime the Dodgers get a chance to lose, I'm all for it. I can't stand the Dodgers. You, you guys know that. So, yeah. So keep watching the baseball playoffs. Um, hopefully. You know, hopefully the Coyotes turn their season around. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll be back to talk about that uh, here the week after next. Um, you know, I know this has been kind of a downer podcast, but uh, you know that's what happens when your teams aren't doing that great. You know, so but we'll we'll get through it. We'll get through it together. Um, you know, I do have one last question for everybody out there: uh, Which side of the duck has the most feathers? The answer is the outside so with that thank you for visiting the crypt this is jimmy bones tweet me at bones on sports uh email me bones on sports at yahoo.com and until next time 1738